What's up, guys? This is Sherelle, your host of Serendipity Podcast. If you clicked on my podcast, first of all, thank you. You're awesome. I love that. And second of all, I know probably because you picked so many podcasts before, you're trying to figure out why the hell am I listening to this podcast right now? Well, serendipity, I don't know if you know the definition of serendipity, but it basically means accidentally on purpose. So that probably means that you were feeling some type of way and it just so happened you needed to listen to something to actually justify and how you're feeling about a bunch of things. My episodes are all over the place. They, they talk about sex, depression, relationships, work, all that. So today, this episode is actually episode 10, my second season, and I'm actually on a mini vacation right now. So I have all the time in the world to do a podcast, which is amazing. The title of this podcast today, well, not the podcast, it's more so the episode. The episode is called selective hearing. The episode is called selective hearing. Now don't change it because it's not what you think, meaning like selective hearing as far as, you know, you're having trouble hearing, (laughs) meaning like as in you're, you can't really hear. No, no, no. We're talking about selective hearing as far as when you choose to listen to something halfway basically. So on Google, if you was to actually, you can actually do this with me. If you was to go to Google and type in selective hearing, it will bring you to selective auditory attention definition. So this basically means that selective hearing is when you focus your attention on some specific information. It involves consciously or unconsciously choosing to listen to what is relevant to you and ignore what isn't. It is a skill that anyone can develop and improve. I don't know how the hell I came up with this episode because I usually just try to watch a few things throughout the day. Like I'll listen to other podcasts and one of my favorite podcasts right now is Know For Sure with B. Simone and her best friend. I love that. I love that podcast. They are two amazing women that came up with this idea of just talking about growth and all sorts of things. So congratulations to them on your Know For Sure podcast. And hopefully one day, who knows, maybe I'll be on their podcast one day. Who knows? <laughs> anyway, this episode is called Selective Hearing. So Serendipity has this really crazy habit of popping up in our lives, right? We also know that serendipity means accidentally on purpose, but sometimes you have to realize that when things happen on purpose, it's not accidental. Or some of the things that do accidentally happen to you or things that you accidentally hear it's probably for you. So I want to talk about how important it is to have conversations. Having conversations with people in your life, such as your family, your friends, or your spouse. I am 33 years old right now, so I recognize the importance of conversation when it comes to a spouse 
And when I look back, or if you look back, just sit for a second and think the conversations that you have had with people and then you recognize that it's the equilibrium is a little bit off. It's not really, you guys aren't really balanced out and sometimes it's great to meet people who are different from you, but when they're too different, you're like, eh, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't know. So you just want to make sure that you have an understanding that conversation is very important to have with someone, but you can hear what you want to hear. And I have put some bullet points inside my notes, so I'm just going to kind of briefly go through each of them. Hopefully that it justifies how you're feeling today, because you're probably like, why this person is not listening to me, or why this, or why can't I do this, or what is going on? Why is no one really hearing what I'm saying? Selective hearing will not allow you to step into what you want. That is something I literally made up. Selective hearing will not allow you to step into what you want. I say that because if you know something is embedded in you, like whether you have a gift or something that you're just choosing to do or not to do, and you're trying to step into this new way of life, and you're just choosing not to do the things that's actually good for you, you're not really stepping into what you want. So for me, since I've always loved journalism all of my life, I've always wanted to be a correspondent. Please don't laugh, okay? I've always wanted to be a correspondent for CNN, or I've always wanted to do this thing where I interview people, or just even, I didn't even know way before podcasts even existed, to be honest, when I was younger. So now that I have a platform, I just have to either try to step into what people are suggesting to me. Like, hey, you might want to use this for your podcast or you might want to like talk about these things. So you cannot have selective hearing. I'm just like, you know, whatever. Like, I'm not going to listen to that. I just I just can't. I'm not going to do this. You you take what you need from it. So everything does not always apply to you right now. Of course, the other bullet points that I will speak of is a little bit different, but you always want to take what you need from it. So selective hearing to me, well, it works like this for me. If I'm having a conversation with someone and I know half of what they're saying is absolute bullshit, but some of what they're saying actually really does make sense, I'm going to take what I need. That is selective hearing. But... Selective hearing, it has to have like a balance to it. You know what I'm saying? Another bullet point that I have is, I hope you guys love my podcast. I'm really, when I look at the plays, I'm like so happy that I have a lot of plays and people are actually listening. So thanks for tuning in. If you're driving and you're listening to my voice, I love you too. (laughs) Um, So the next bullet point that I have says, when the universe or God, whatever your choice is, Okay, because I know everyone has their own beliefs. Whatever your choice is, whenever you are shown something from someone, but you choose not to leave, you are being selective about the trauma you choose to endure. You have selective hearing because you was warned by the universe to remove yourself from this person. So I'm going to read that again very slowly. When the universe or God, 
right? I obviously think that they're the same fucking thing. But when the universe or God, whatever your choice is, whenever you are shown something from someone or from the world, from the universe, but you choose not to leave, you choose not to leave it alone, you choose to stick with this person, you choose to just keep doing the stupid shit that you're doing, or you choose, I don't know, just because you have this abundance of love and you're trying to give it to every person. When you're choosing not to leave, you are being selective about the trauma you choose to endure. You have selective hearing because you was warned to remove yourself from this person. So that's just like our parents, right? We They have a really big instinct on what person you should be with. And I know that sounds really messed up, but sometimes, honestly, they are right. Sometimes they honestly are right. Now, sometimes jealousy, mm, that's not going to get them anywhere. But I mean, like, if you have, like, a genuine parent who just feels like this person is not for you, you obviously are being warned, right? Now, put aside the parents for a second. If it so happens there are a bunch of things that this person, this spouse or this friend or uh, this coworker has constantly done to you and it's nonstop and you're just choosing to stay there or if, let's say like if it's a bunch of things that people were saying about this one person, you have selective hearing. You are not listening to the universe you're not listening to your intuition. You're not listening to the, your closest friends for the people that loved you and see and actually want the best for you. You're not listening because you have selective hearing because you're choosing. What I've learned about selective hearing for myself is you choose. You're choosing your trauma. That means that nine times out of 10 with the and I'll even talk about myself. There's so many times where I fucking knew for sure that this person or that this friend was not good for me. And I just ignored all the signs and I just chose to not listen. And selective hearing doesn't necessarily mean just because it's a crowd of people and you're trying just to tune out certain things, uh, meaning physically speaking with someone. It could be the universe too. That's how I think too. You can tune out everything else of what the world is saying. So I feel as though if we try to actually hear the little white noise, then you wouldn't probably have went through what you have gone through because you would have listened a little bit closer. I wish I would have had more openness and more trust in people around me that just kind of warned me about certain things. Even your homeboys will probably be like, nah, man, I don't know. I don't know. You probably should have stayed away from that one. I don't know. They'll, they'll say things, it's, it's, but it's selective for you to hear it and just be like, mm, you know what? I'm just going to date this person anyway because I just feel like they're good for me. And then years later, you're fucked. Now, there's certain things like I've always spoken on red flags before. So I also feel that red flags has something to do with selective hearing. Meaning like you're just going to hear what you want to hear or the women that choose to, I don't know, fucking celebrities and shit like that. The people that choose to stay with people that are going to cheat on them. You're, you have selective hearing. You're not listening to your inner voice. You're not listening to uh, put aside the, the people that love you for a second. Your selective hearing with yourself is very important. That's why they usually say that, you know, you have like seven chakras 
And it's supposed to like align with a lot of things of the way you're feeling, your intuition. Subconsciously, there's things that you may think. And that is within your selective hearing. So another bullet point that I wrote was the older you get, the more stuck you get into the ways of what you choose not to change. I personally feel like people who are older, like by the time you hit like fucking 55 or around that age and up, I I barely think that you're going to probably fucking change. And no matter what someone tells you, it's very hard for you to actually believe that you're doing it. Honesty is a bitch, but you know, you can't ask for the truth and don't you don't want me to be honest. So I think the older that we get, the more we choose what we are listening to. And you got to be careful with that because some people really are genuinely hurt from the things that you're doing. And it's not even to say like, hey, well, that person is younger than me. I don't need to listen to them. But what if you do? What if you've been doing the same things that you've been doing your whole entire life, right? Your family never said anything to you. Your friends put up with your bullshit. And then all of a sudden... This random person comes within your family, right? It's usually the in-laws, right? A random uh, wife or husband, they'll come and they'll tell you about your bullshit. And because everyone around you was tiptoeing around you for so long, and now you have someone who's not going to stand for it. Or, for instance, if you are that woman that you're not really hearing what people are saying. You're not really hearing what your children are saying. You have selective hearing because you're just choosing to do what the fuck you want to do. You're, you're literally not seeing that you're choosing to hurt people around you just for your own gain and benefit. Now, the people who actually don't know that you're doing it, if someone just comes along and when they're actually having a conversation with you and they're like, hey, listen, I feel like this hurt my feelings. I feel like you need to work on this. I feel like, you know, I've tried time and time again to explain this to you for years and it's just not working out. And then another person a year later, it's a brand new person, tells you the same exact thing. And then another person in a different year tells you the same thing. You don't think you got a problem? Selective hearing is a fucking thing. Now... Or I never, I always like to talk of unisex like men and women. Now, I'm not a man. So, of course, if I had someone sitting in front of me, I would, you know, a male, I would ask him, you know, what would be selective hearing to to him, you know, when he looks at a woman. And I've grown up in the Bronx. So I've always had a lot of male friends and including my college years and all this and that. And one of the things that men really dislike a lot I know is that they feel as though they're not being heard they feel like they're not being heard so if a gentleman came home constantly all week and his back was hurting for instance right nine times out of ten the first time he says it you know uh, the woman that he's probably seeing will probably offer him an ibuprofen right and just let it go and then a few days later, right, he'll probably say it again, but 
The woman is so caught up in her own shit that she's just rattling off about her friends and what happened at the office or what happened at work and you're just not hearing him at all. Or, you know, if he's asking you, hey, you know, you might, I just feel like we need like time to ourselves and stuff like that, but we're so busy with the kids and, you know, boom, boom, boom. But you're so caught up in trying to follow your schedule. You're trying to follow what you're doing in your own life and you're not really hearing what your spouse is saying. So vice versa for the women. I'm a woman and I know for sure that if I, when I speak on this, a lot of women will probably agree. Selective hearing for us is, what's one thing? Okay, for instance, I don't like dishes in the sink. I fucking hate dishes in the sink when I'm going to bed. So if it so happens I mention like whether we were on dates before or just like little things around the house. And I'm just like, hey, you know, just make sure the dishes are clean before bed. And you've noticed I've been doing it. Just make sure the fucking dishes are clean, you know, or the trash, you know, it's little things that you it's like it's actually little things that turn a woman on, to be honest, when you, when you do stuff around the house. Can you please put this up for me? Can you, you know, build this or can you do that? Can you do this? And you're just not hearing it because you choose to have selective hearing or you forgot or you're doing this. It, pay attention before you lose the person that loves you because, all because you have selective hearing. Another bullet point, selective hearing on why you want this relationship. Hmm. I think that's a fairly short answer. I think when you're choosing to be with someone, you have to listen to the trauma and the pain that they have gone through before, before you. And if a guy is saying, hey, I really don't like yelling, you have to at least try to work on not doing that. Have, don't have selective hearing, meaning like you're tuning out what he's, what he's telling you. If you catch yourself doing it, say sorry and then keep talking. So selective hearing on why you want a relationship. You can't just choose to hear what you want to hear and then just act on how you want to act and that's it. If you know before in your previous relationship, if you weren't doing something, Try doing it in the relationship that you are in now. Try doing it a little bit different. Try actually listening. Try asking why, what's going on. Try asking, you know, is there anything I can do to make it better? Anything like that. Those conversations are very important to have. Another bullet point, if you choose to hurt someone for your own personal gain, you have selective hearing. I kind of went over this just a little bit in the previous uh, bullet point, but... There are some scorn people out here. Like they were hurt from previous relationships and uh, they'll use like anything against you. Like when I had uh, my Instagram or even when you see like, because YouTube is starting to be a little bit differently now when you can actually see 30 seconds of a video. There's just so many fucking... And I know I talk about this a lot, but it's literally like in front of us that women are using their fucking children 
as a way to keep keep the kids from the father. So you have selective hearing. You have selective hearing because you're you're hurting someone for your own personal gain. And you're expecting this uh, this mob of friends that's supposed to agree with you. And little do you know, like the same friends who don't disagree with you are the same ones that's actually rooting you on to be worse of a person. Does that make sense? Like if you don't have any, if you have all yes people in your life, if you are being told by the person like such as your best friend or, you know, just your group of friends or even like the enable, like when, when parents enable their kids, you are becoming more of a worse person. You can take therapy all the fuck you want. But you're still doing the same shit. You have selective hearing for the new people that are coming into your life. And they're just like, mm, I don't know about that. That's, you know, you can't really do that to people. And you know, I know I could do what I want. I could do what I want. You have selective hearing. Another bullet point. What are you thinking about? Hmm. What are you thinking about? Why do you think I just asked that question? I'll tell you why. Obviously, because I'm by myself, so there's no one to answer. So <laughs> I have to answer for you. When I ask you, what are you thinking about? Does it annoy you? Does it bother you that someone is actually asking you, what are you thinking about? Or it can be shocking to you when someone is asking you, what are you thinking about? I feel as though selective hearing that's actually a, um, like a segue to selective hearing because when you ask questions like those, you have to really hear and listen to what a person is saying. Now, nine times out of 10, some men will be like, I'm not thinking about nothing. There's no way that how the mind works. There's, there's no way that you can't absolutely be thinking about absolutely nothing. There's no, the mind is a beautiful thing, sweetheart. There's no way that you're not thinking about absolutely nothing. I mean, you can draw a blank for a second, but even in the previous seconds that I just asked you that, something could pop into your mind. Hey, what are you thinking about? Now, it depends. The person that you know, you're speaking with, can they handle your answer? That's selective hearing. So you have to make sure that when you are in relationships or friendships, that when someone is asking you that and they choose to respond to you of what you've just shared with them, then you have to at least learn how to listen and learn how to take in what they're saying and know that you can't just nitpick out what you want to pick to make the conversation better for yourself. What are you thinking about is such a, I feel like it's such the amount of consideration in that question to me. I, when I tell you I've asked that question to probably every person that I've gone out with, that is, that is literally what I get off on. Like, what are you thinking about? Because I want to know how your mind is operating. I want to know like the, the mentality that you have amongst a lot of things that's going on around you. Because then it tells me the person that you are. Now, if let's just say like, let's just say like someone said, like if a guy said, 
you're in a relationship and a guy said, none, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm really, you know, down today. I'm just feeling really down. You know, I'm at work and stuff like that. I'm just down. Selective hearing would be, oh, it's probably because you're just at work. Like, work is fine. Once you get out, you'll, you'll be fine. That's selective hearing. Now, if somebody took the time to ask you, you said that you're down. Well, what is it? Is, is it work? Like, or were you feeling that way before you went to work? Uh, is there anything I could do to help? Are you okay? Like, what is it that you're thinking about that made you feel down at work? Did something trigger you or anything like that that, you know, brought back a memory or something? Like, what is it? That's how I am. I love it. Or if my best friend calls me and I can hear it in her voice that something's wrong, I will ask. Instead of me saying, what's wrong? I'll probably say, so what are you thinking about? That's my little way of trying to like sneak in to find out what's going on with her because my bestie is very private. Uh, But I just think that it's very important that you do ask questions like those. And even if your parents don't ask you that, I just feel like it's sad because parents normally call with the whole thing like, hey, how's everything? How's such and such? That's great. You're doing great. How's work? That's awesome. Yeah. How's the kids? Kids are great. When am I going to see my little grandbabies? That's great. Yeah. So I was just thinking, yeah, I was, you know, I have so much going on. I have so much shopping. They're just like on and on and they never really ask their adult kid now. Well, what is it that you're thinking about today? At least that's what I feel like. You will get lucky if you actually do have a parent that's like that. But nine times out of 10 for me, I could probably count on one hand that I know people's parents are really asked them, what is it that you're thinking about? Or just picking up the phone to just be like, hey, I just wanted to find out what was on your mind. Like, I know we haven't spoken all week, but what was on your mind? Selective hearing comes into that because then it will allow a person to vent and then you can actually receive what they're saying. The next bullet point I have is the hows are better than the whys. The hows, H-O-W-S, apostrophe S, obviously, are better than the whys. I have learned that Being in a very loving relationship, why, the word why can come off so defensive. And I cannot tell you the many lessons I have learned with my husband or just him and I just learning like together of the word why. So now we always respond back to each other like, how can I make this better? Or how can we do better? How is this going to get fixed? How are you managing your emotions when it comes to this topic? The hows are better than the whys. Even when you have a friendship or even when you are in a family of a, a huge family, because sometimes when you have a big family, sometimes certain individuals can feel lost. If no one is asking you, how are you doing? And how is it that I can help you? Then I just feel like then there's no, like, why are we even in a relationship? Like, what is this doing for me? Anytime I speak to my 
my sisters or my mom, if my mom needs something done, I'm just like, how, how can I help? How can I help? Now, if I if they tell me what it is and I can pick out one thing out of the few things that they said, then I know I, at least I can help there. If I really can't, I'm just going to be like, hey, I'm so sorry that you're going through that. And I'm just going to leave it at that. But when I tell you, I am so glad I have and I still am learning about the power of why. And here's a tip, right? If a guy comes home late or vice versa for a woman, because I, I really, I love women empowerment. I really do. But I, I'm all for my brothers too. I really do feel like some women be going off for the most stupidest things. And this is why half of you guys can't keep a man anyway. And this is why some of your guys are probably fucking cheating on you. Like, it's just, it's how you retaliate to a lot of shit too. Like, if a guy comes home and he came home late and you forgot that he told you he was doing an extra shift and you're like, why you didn't call me? Instead of, how come I didn't hear from you, babe? I was worried. It comes off like a little bit different. Now, of course, you may get the same answer, but at least it'll have like a, a calmer tone to it. Now, I'm not saying that's the reason why people are out here you know, acting crazy against their spouses or anything like that. I'm just saying that, or or for a guy, he can have a lot of trauma in his past when it comes to women, when it comes to family and stuff like that. And the woman, she can do something so kind and, you know, something you're not really used to. And then you're coming off as an asshole and you're just like, but why you didn't put... uh why you didn't put mayonnaise on my bread or why you didn't put mustard on my on my sandwich? Excuse you? Nigga, make your own fucking sandwich. You get what I'm saying? It's just different ways like how to say things. Or for instance, uh, if you're washing, if a woman is washing clothes for you, why is all my socks going missing? Instead of, babe, how come all the socks keep going missing? You know, every time we wash clothes, I guess there's something like the hows are better than the whys. I'm going to just leave it at that. I think I, I think you guys get the gist. So just learn how to, when you're confronting someone, just always try to start with how. And even if you catch yourself using why, because there's a lot of things that I'm learning about my own vocabulary. Even if you're using the word why, just try to, I don't know, um... Fix the verbiage with something more soft. Like if I said, hey, why you didn't call me? Baby, you know I love it when you call me. Like, why are you frying? Why you, you know what I'm saying? Just soften it up just a little bit. I have, I'll tell you one of my biggest things now that I've been doing that can be very annoying. I have a habit of using the word never. Or... Uh, yeah, I will, I'll, I'll start off with that because I can't, I'm losing my memory. Usually when I'm talking about something pertaining to myself, it literally fades away for a quick second. So when I'm arguing, right, I'll say like, you never really did this or did that. Or by the time you, you know, but it's not really never. And I know that sounds really crazy, but it just so happens it's in my vocabulary. And I have to learn how to compartmentalize my feelings when it comes to just talking about this specific thing. It's not that you never do it. It's just I'm talking about this these specific times. 
So everyone has a thing. All these words, words matter. Words matter. So the hows are better than the whys. Last but not least, I have on the last bullet point. If you got the ring, but you didn't make it to the aisle, I believe that has something to do with selective hearing. I'm going to say that again. Because <laughs> y'all might not fucking get it. If you got the ring, but you didn't make it down the aisle, that's selective hearing. I always wanted to be married, right? But I was very, very careful of who I decided to marry. Now, there's a lot of women in their 30s who would love to be married. There's a lot of men who may, you know, think of being married as well, too. But I feel like you have a long, long journey at first before you even get the ring. So you go on dates, you do this, you do that, hanging out, you're fucking, you know, you're meeting each other's parents, this and that. And there's so many things that's probably told to you before you get the ring. Hey, you know, I really need you to work on this. Hey, you know, you, you really got an attitude, you know. Uh, I just feel a little bit uncomfortable. I, I feel like you could work on this and, you know, I'm a little sad or whatever, whatever. Or if it's vice versa and uh, if it's the woman, she'll probably mention like, hey, you know, Maybe you can get, you know, a job that's going to provide more for yourself. Or maybe, you know, you can start working on your anger. Or maybe you can just start trying to be a little bit romantic or small things that people kind of mention to you. But we all have selective hearing. We hear what we want to hear. Right? If a person is constantly or have cheated on you before, I'll never do it again. I'll never do it again. Like I, it was just, it was just, it was just a moment. I'll never do it again. But I love you, and I love the things that you do. You know, I love how you are with this, with that. Boom, boom, boom. It's all selective hearing. You hear what you want to hear. Now I feel like before you walk down the aisle with someone, you have to pay attention to what they are saying. People will show you who they are if you just let them. I chose to know the person up and down, in and out, anger and all. When you get mad, what do you look like? When you get sad, what do you look like? How do you act with your parents? How do you act around friends? I've paid attention to all that with every single person I've dated. If you were listening to my podcast, I was paying attention. Who knows? Was you marriage worthy? Who knows? But nine times out of 10, the answer is no, because it was always something that was said that didn't make no fucking sense that I know that I did not. I had selective hearing of knowing that's not what I'm going to put up with. So if you got the ring, but you didn't make it down the aisle, you have selective hearing. You hear what you want to hear because you don't want to grow. Now, for those of you who are still growing and you got years in the bag of just loving each other and just being okay, that's fine too. That's fine too because you're just choosing. Some people are so okay where they are at and happy with what they're at because there's no pressure on it and that's okay too. I'm never putting pressure on anybody that 
that is not married because I was always, you know, the one to want to wait anyway, because I was just enjoying my life. I didn't need to feel the need to be pressured to be married or to have a child or this and that. But the divorce rate is extremely high. And I personally feel like the things that I've watched and I've seen in the conversations I've had is all because the person wasn't listening. I think a lot of friendships and relationships would last if we just choose not to always have selective hearing. We're just choosing to tune out what a person is saying because we don't want to either grow. We don't want, no one likes to be told what they're not doing. You get what I'm saying? No guy likes to be told, oh, you're not making enough money, but you're being selective about what you're listening to because you know, you see he's trying and the thing is, you know, baby, I, you know, I love being here for you and I'm doing what I have to do. But there's also, you know, jobs that are not paying enough either. And how can I go to school if you need me here and you need me there and blah, blah, blah. And you, you got to listen. We all do. We all do. So I've that there's so many things I have gone through these past few months within myself that I am so choosing to always, always, always hear what I can do or how, hear what I can do, meaning like to listen, to listen what I can do for them or for my spouse, I should say. And just to be, just to not tune out what he doesn't like. Like if he's mentioning to me something that I need to work on, then I just have to take it. And sometimes, yeah, it does suck. Sometimes, yeah, it does hurt. But I rather hear it from a person that really cares about me and loves me. Now, mind you, there are people who have gone on dates and right off the back, somebody will tell you, like, you got too much makeup on. Or why the fuck is your eyelashes like bat wings? You, you don't need all that stuff. Selective hearing. And then later on down the aisle, or down the line, I should say, sorry, when you are complaining that you don't love what you see in the mirror because you were trying to look like everybody else, you wonder why you didn't make it down the aisle. But... It's not just about just being in relationships. It's just about forming relationships with the right people. Some people are scared to reveal where they grew up or how they grew up is because they feel like a person would not really hear what they're saying. If a person said, hey, I'm, I'm from all over, right? Automatically, some people will just think, oh, that person's not stable. But you don't know their backstory. All you heard was that they grew up all over. But you don't know that that person had, you know, parents from the military or you don't know that this person was in and out of shelters and you don't know. So be mindful of what you say because selective hearing is when you're focusing your attention on something specific. You're choosing to listen what you want to listen to. So if you want to be a better person or if you want to be a person for someone, Learn that selective hearing can hurt sometimes. But what can I say? I'm just a podcaster. 
and I just have a voice, a beautiful voice. I'm just a black woman who's gone through so much through pain and depression and love and joy and experiences. I just, I don't know, call it wisdom. But all I will say is that I love all of my listeners. And just to take a second to what you've just listened to, and maybe it's something that you can work on too. But I will see you soon. And I have a lot of fun new topics coming up. And I love you for listening. Bye. Mwah. Serendipity.